This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The Montana Supreme Court has rejected another Republican-backed bid to get unofficial Montana Green Party candidates on the November ballot because a petition to qualify them was not supported by the Green Party itself. By a 5-2 to two vote, the court upheld District Judge James Reynolds' August 7th ruling that granted requests of more than 560 people to remove their names from the petition after they learned that Montana's Green Party did not support the effort of the individual candidates and that the Montana Republican Party had bankrolled the signature collection. The majority justices stated that the party seeking to qualify for the ballot must present the petition. Because the petition was neither presented by nor supported by the Montana Green Party, the Secretary of State should not have accepted it, according to the court. The Montana Republican Party bankrolled the $100,000 signature-gathering effort and violated campaign finance laws by not properly reporting the expenditure. Green Party candidates are believed to draw votes away from Democratic candidates. Montana has tight races for both a U.S. Senate and House seat, and there's the governor's race as well. Last month, the U.S. Supreme Court denied a motion filed by Montana Republican Secretary of State Cory Stapleton to halt the order by the state high court. The Supreme Court in Montana expedited the 5-2 ruling and promised to release a full opinion and analysis at a later date. State health officials reported 333 COVID cases Thursday morning, by far the highest number of COVID-19 cases reported in a single day. That's according to numbers from the state's Joint Information Center. The 333 cases are 40 cases more than the previous record set last Saturday when 293 cases were reported. The state could break its record high number of total cases reported in a single week this week. That record was set last week. Of counties adding cases Thursday, Yellowstone added the most with 62. They now have 689 active cases. That is, however, down from last week, 689. It was 810 active cases a week ago and 720 two weeks ago. Eight other counties had double-digit numbers of cases reported Thursday morning. The new cases bring the statewide active total to 2,443. It was 2,103 a week ago and 1,808 two weeks ago. Last Thursday, the state had had 9,647 COVID-19 cases, 7,401 recoveries. Well, it isn't just Montana where cases are being reported in higher numbers. Great Britain has also recorded the highest number of coronavirus cases in a single day at 6632. Public Health England Medical Director Yvonne Doyle says that figure is a, quote, stark warning as infections rise across all age groups. Britain has the highest death toll in Europe with 42,000 confirmed dead. Montana health officials have released the second school COVID-19 report with the number of cases doubling from earlier this month. 
121 cases have been reported in schools as of September 18th. That's up from 60 on September 15th. The update has a week's worth of new data, which represents cases recorded through September 18th. Flathead High School in Kalispell had one case September 16th. Now 17 students and three staff members are sick. Statewide, totals rose to 188 students and 90 employees in K-12 schools. That's an increase of about 120 students and 70 employees. Universities had another 204 cases between students and employees, up 107 from the previous report. Citing attacks on the Affordable Care Act and a looming U.S. Supreme Court decision, gubernatorial candidate Mike Cooney praised his health care plans and criticized those of his opponent, saying tens of thousands of Montanans depend on the existing system for care. Cooney said health care has emerged as the most important issue facing Montana families. Quote, our rural clinics and critical access clinics depend on the ACA, that's the Affordable Care Act, to keep their doors open and continue serving the rural parts of the state. Repealing the ACA would sever a critical lifeline for those hospitals and care facilities. The Republican candidate for governor, Greg Gianforte, has supported GOP efforts to repeal the Affordable Care Act and in June voted against a program expansion. The Kalispell City Council has adopted an ordinance restricting the feeding of waterfowl in city parks. The measure will impose a civil penalty on anyone caught feeding the birds or abandoning animals in the park. The new ordinance was largely in response to waterfowl troubles in Woodland Park where migrant and domestic waterfowl have created problems with overpopulation, aggressive behavior, and other conditions. Feeding the waterfowl creates dependence and unnatural behaviors like human conditioning and aggressiveness. The Kalispell Police Department will have authority to hand out civil citations to anyone who feeds the birds in city parks. The ordinance also includes the installation of signs that warn park users about the ill effects of artificial feeding and the repercussions to the birds and to citizens of continuing to feed them. The Montana High School Association announced Wednesday that the speech, debate, and drama competitions will be delayed two months. Competitive speech, debate, and drama normally starts in Montana the first week of October and runs through the end of January with state tournaments. MHSA Assistant Director Scott Wilson said in an email to coaches that the MHSA Executive Board voted to postpone the start of the season to December 1st. The state tournament will still be the same dates, the end of January. The board will make a decision at a later date as to whether the 2020-2021 season will be either in-person tournaments or virtual tournaments or a combination of both. The decision will be made by evaluating various COVID-19 factors during the next few weeks. The delay in the start time will give schools a chance to plan for in-person tournaments. If in-person tournaments are allowed, restrictions on the number of teams and or competitors will be in place, and plans would have to be approved by the local county health department and the Montana High School Association. 
The delayed start will also give schools time to begin planning for virtual tournaments. The Bridger Foothills fire destroyed 68 structures, 30 of which were homes. Michaela Balkand, the fire spokeswoman, also said six additional homes and five other structures were damaged. The Gallatin County Sheriff's Office initially reported that 28 homes were lost to that fire. Firefighters had contained 83% of the fire's perimeter as of Wednesday morning. Its cause is said to be lightning. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 30 states and provinces, 15 countries, 6 continents, and over 300 listeners per day. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KMER in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.